Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love mashed potatoes. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again from America the Miserable for another Homes Alone edition. It's Wednesday, November 25th, Thanksgiving Eve 2020, and I'm thankful for my guests today, Chad Daniel, Solomon Giorgio, and Amy Miller. Hello. Hi. Let's meet them individually, starting with first-time guest Solomon Giorgio. Hi, here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to even be here. That's so exciting uh, that uh, you know I come across you on Twitter, enjoy your mm-hmm. tweets, and saw that you were following me, and said, "Hey, do you want to be on Douglas yeah. movies?" And now, now here we are. See, um, it's that simple. Do uh, <laughs> do all of your friends uh, call you Saul? Because I heard uh, Amy refer to you as Saul. Uh, it's uh, it's really honestly, if it starts with an S, I will probably respond to it. All right, uh, shithead. <laughs> it's actually the nicest one so far. Oh, okay. Um, I, you know, I was just, you know, I got excited when she called you Saul because I was like, oh, that's going to save me a lot of time. You can go uh, for it. It's all it's, yeah. Solomon every time. But also Solomon's a, a pretty cool name. I think I either say Saul or the whole thing Solomon Giorgio because it's so beautiful. You got to go oh. short or long. It really nice. does sound like a title of a, a Italian <laughs> film. Of course. It's it's probably it's I've had my whole life. I've never lived up to it, but it is my name. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and we've already heard her briefly. Uh, one of uh, one of the world's top Amy's. It's Amy Miller. Hi. <laughs> Sometimes Doug is very generous and will give me a heads up who else is on the podcast in case um, I hate that man. And <laughs> I was like, no, I love Saul. 
<laughs> and Chad, I never met, but I am a big fan of. So this is a good crew. Hey. Uh, it's so easy to not hate Chad when you don't actually know him. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, what I've heard. Little tougher face to face. Yeah. Once you get into it with him, well, then who knows what's going to happen. But uh, I did your podcast yesterday, Amy. Uh, who's your God? Yeah, finally. It was so fun. It wasn't so painful, right? No, because you never even asked me the title question. <laughs> I know we don't ask it. We ask a different question. It's kind of a trick. Yeah. You just... answered that one sort of, you played the game. Yeah. We chatted, <laughs> uh, about a lot of stuff. And then, uh, at the very end, we, we touched on religion a little bit because that's pretty much my life touching on religion a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We had a really good comedy talk though. I mean, we got into your values and stuff. That's really what it's about. Oh, okay. Um, and phoning it in, that sounds like he's not even going to try. It's Chad. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Chad. How are you? I'm good. Um, well, I'm great. You're, what's your name on your socials? At that Chad Daniels. When I was, I know that sounds uh, horrible, but when I was younger uh, in high school, I had a girlfriend and I went to her house and then her mom didn't know I was there and yelled, if you hadn't been hanging out with that Chad Daniels. And so that stuck. And that's what I put on there. Oh, okay. Because you've also got a special called Dad Chaniels, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I got confused and think, thought that might have been on your on your socials as well. But uh, no. But thank you for being here. Can you say where you what, what state you're in? Well, yeah, I'm in Fergus Falls, Minnesota. So that's okay. north, northern Minnesota is where I live, yeah. Yeah, you got super specific. If anybody wants to track it down. <laughs> well, that's the thing. No no one can find it. It doesn't show up on maps. So Oh, perfect. That sounds like Cation territory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, actually. Yeah. Chad Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you to all three of you for being here. Uh, Solomon, of course, is a first-time guest, yeah. but Chad and Amy have uh, been through this a bunch of times. Uh, both in front of a live audience and over Zoom and uh, hope to have you participate sometime with an audience, Solomon. Look, it's okay. I enjoy, I enjoy not, I, I'm at my house and that's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I but... mean, it is kind of a perk that you don't, that you can be on podcasts and not leave your house. That, yeah. that is, uh, you know, it's just the trouble is being stuck in your house all the time starts to be uh, a drag. Um, but since everybody's stuck at home, I love to talk about, uh, you know, movie options that people can watch before we get into the game portion of the show. So let's start with, uh, with Solomon. And um, are there any movies you've seen lately that you would uh, recommend? Um, the last movie I just saw, which is one that's not available to stream anywhere, so you have to get the DVD, is Drop It Gorgeous. Oh, that's uh, who's in that? Uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous is uh, Kirsten Dunst, uh, Allison Janney, uh, Kira Sedgwick, and RuPaul. RuPaul, I'm trying and to remember it's now. A, it's a beauty pageant. Yes, story. but with like it's a mockumentary with a lot of, with murder. It's very it's uh, <laughs> it's really fun. Uh, an, an early Brittany Murphy film as well. Uh, young is Amy Adams in it. I'm not sure. It's crazy that you can't stream it. At this point, I don't understand anything that's available nowhere. 
Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, especially can some of these places you you just mm-hmm. you just spend hours just flipping through all these terrible movies that they stream. You, you'd think the ones that people like would definitely show up somewhere. And um, uh, yeah, did you like it? Oh, I'd, I've watched it millions of times, and I'm also going to apologize because I said Kara Sedgwick, and it is not. It is, um, oh my God, it, uh, Ellen Barkin, who I, the person oh, I confused yeah. with. Oh, I could see that. They both kind of talk out of the yeah. side of their mouth. <laughs> 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 they do. It is. But yeah, it's that sort of like. They both have a cockeyed smile. <laughs> <laughs> They're legends of the fall. It is. It's sort of like a Holly Hunter school of acting. Uh, oh yeah, that's very. She's in that uh, group too. And RuPaul's not in it. I, for yeah. a second, I was thinking of, um, but I'm a cheerleader, which is another yes. classic that you cannot get on streaming. I had to buy the DVD. Mm-hmm. They're both so good, though. Yes, but no, RuPaul isn't one enough yet. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> That could be a fun. You could steal the uh, cover art and make a make it an album title, Solomon, because you could go drop dead Giorgio. Yes, it's true. That is. Uh, You'd only have to change a few letters. You're, I'm gonna steal that idea now. Oh, he Very would simple. too. That's what I was gonna say. He, he fucking will. <laughs> well, just like Amy pointed out to me yesterday, my next internet comedy show is gonna be on Canada's Boxing Day. And then she came up with a hot boxing day to describe my show. And it, it's, See, that's... I, I hadn't thought of it. So I'm, I'm very grateful that we spoke. <laughs> okay. So uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous is Saul's recommendation. What about you, Amy? What, uh, what do you think people should try to check out? Right well, now? not the last movie I saw, but something I recommended to you and you thought was really sad and I thought was really funny, which are both correct <laughs> is this documentary called Jasper mall, which is on Amazon prime. If you have that. And it's literally just this mall in Alabama is clo- slowly closing down. Malabama. Malabama. <laughs> and they, they follow like the main through the eyes of the maintenance guy, basically each store that's kind of closing, coming to an end. <laughs> and it is, I mean, it's kind of slow, but it's very funny. There's all these characters, these old people that just hang out in the mall every day. And so they're like, not sure what they're going to do when the mall's closed. That part is sad. Uh, yeah, but- there's a bunch of uh, mall walkers that come in every day and just walk the mall and don't don't buy anything. They just try <laughs> to get exercise. <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of, it's not exactly one-stop shopping in this mall because uh, it's not, they don't, they barely have any restaurants. I think there's like a Subway sandwich place. Well, that's it. They lost, yeah, they lost their, they lost their peonies. Okay. We lost peonies and then we lost Kmart. (laughs) And now this, this next department store has got to go and we still got the Subway. (laughs) It's like this, oh, Solomon, this. This girl also works at like the Great Clips in the mall and gives her own friend a haircut that is so botched. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it like 20 times. I think Amy talking about this movie is so much funnier than the movie. <laughs> the movie is so is so bleak. The soundtrack is just so sad and it's just and like she said it's the the security maintenance guy 
that kind of runs the whole show. He's even like seen at one point on the phone trying to convince some other big, you know, big chain to put a store <laughs> into the mall that's dying. And uh, but he totally looks like and has like a Tiger King vibe. Mm -hmm. And sure. then it turns out the guy used to run a zoo. <laughs> a yeah, a big cat park. Also, he is from New Zealand, so he has a New Zealand Alabama accent, and it's the craziest yes. shit I've ever heard. Yeah, so once again, it's called Jasper Mall, and it's uh, which one's it on? Amazon Prime. Prime, yeah, it's on Prime. And uh, yeah, Amy was like, I watched this movie and laughed all the way through. And I, I watched it, I was like, this is not the same movie. <laughs> I told you I was really high. Yeah, <laughs> you did mention that. So I was like, oh, she must have had some better weed than I had before I watched it. Did the mall I, walkers uh, in that movie ever decide to just go outside? Uh, we can't really tell you what happens to the mall walkers, Chad. You gotta watch it. <laughs> I refuse to watch that movie. Well, it's funny, the mall gets a real, I mean, I don't know how much business they get from it, but like there's more activity outside the mall when the uh, county fair rolls through. Oh or, yeah. It's not even a county fair. It's just sort of like a fair that, you know, just sets up in various parking lots. It's and, a Ferris uh, wheel. Yeah, it's a Ferris wheel <laughs> and, you know, cotton candy and uh, elephant ears, or is it a different name there? I think uh, elephant ears, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's, that's regional that, uh, that particular carnival snack. They actually got them from the guy's former zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Actual elephant ears. <laughs> Chad, do you have something less depressing to recommend than, uh, than movies no. about beautiful dead people in dead malls? I mean, I, well, no, but I did like the movie shot caller with, uh, as you know, Doug, I don't know the names of actors, but I can tell you what else they've been in, oh, which fun. which comes in very call. handy for this show. But it's called Shot Caller, and uh, the main guy was the main prince in uh, Game of Thrones. That's where you but, lose me, because I I was never a Game of Thrones person. Uh, I, I just mm. Peter Dinklage is all I know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't watch Game of Thrones either. It's, Me either. But, but Sh Shot Caller's great. It's uh, this you know financial advisor guy gets in a car accident, has to go to prison, and then has to make some tough decisions. And I thought it was pretty pretty great. See it. What's that? Do you know where 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 you watched it? Yeah, Netflix. Oh, okay. Yep. Cool. Shot Caller. <laughs> Listen. I, I can't tell, look, if I'm not going to find out what happened to these goddamn mall walkers, I'm not giving you any more about this movie. There's no way. No, I was going to say, gonna... you didn't you didn't really sell it. Like, I have well, no interest in seeing Shot Caller yet. I can't <laughs> sell it because anything I say is going to, I mean, it really is one of those things where you have to watch it. Because if I tell you what makes it great, it's kind of the whole thing. Oh, I like that. That always works on me. I can't tell you what ha I always watch it when people say that. So now I'm going to see it. I can't tell you what happens. I don't know who's in it. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Never even watched it. Just Googled what movies are on Netflix. <laughs> it might be called Shot Caller. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that, I like that kind of recommendation, you know, because like there's this movie that just came out on Prime today that I got to see a few days ago called Uncle Frank. 
and I liked the movie a lot. And then I watched the, you know, just for the hell of it, I watched the trailer today on Prime and it's just a, it just condenses everything that happens in the movie into two minutes. Right. And it, it just bums me out that like, uh, I, I wish there was just more opportunity to not know so much about uh, the story before uh, seeing a movie. And so would somebody recommend something like with Jasper mall, I just was like, you know what? I trust Amy. I, you know, I never will again, but in that case, <laughs> in that case, I was like, you know, I'm just going to watch it. And, uh, and I did and, and, and watch the whole thing too. Cause it's really, uh, it's something it's, uh, <laughs> well, it sat with you. It's not terribly long, but it, uh, yeah, but it will be with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'll never be able to look at a dying mall again without thinking of, of Jasper mall. I also kind of want to check in with Jasper mall and see what's, see what's up. I bet you, if you called that mall, if you called their, their, their office or whatever, I bet you, you could get that guy on the phone if he's still there. It's that same guy. Yeah. He's still there training some teenager about how often people shit on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that kid really wanted to just bounce right at that moment when he was like, you know, sometimes people just come in and shit on the floor. Um, I, I, I think he really was rethinking his... Uh, <laughs> I'll rethinking take his any career. job. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but, but there were cameras there. You know, when there's a documentary camera there, he, he couldn't just be like, well, fuck this and leave, you know? So, <laughs> so he, apparently he stuck it out. We'll, we, we won't know for sure, but it feels like that mall, its days are so numbered. So it, it may not, cause the guy was looking for, like, I guess the people that own that mall own several malls. So he's just like, I'm just going to have to move somewhere else. Yeah. I'm going to mm. run a different mall. <laughs> he's just a mall runner he's no shot caller he's a mall runner oh yeah i feel like all malls are just inherently sad anyway so it's just it seems like too sad when it's just called the saddest mall yeah i think you know. even the best mall most popular malls right now must have you know some a lot of spaces that are just you know places that went out of business and they can't uh oh, yeah. can't get somebody new in there because also this jasper mall movie was shot before covid so like they should go in and make a sequel because that place must be uh, <laughs> and you'll and you'll watch now. it you know you'd watch it if oh they i would made watch jasper mall too in, in a heartbeat <laughs> and if it was really depressing i would tell everybody i know to watch it Jasper Mall to Chopping Mall. (laughs) (laughs) Jasper Mall to Mall or Nothing. (laughs) Um, All right. So thank you for those recommendations. But now uh, the question I always ask this around this time of year, if each of you could tell me your favorite holiday movie. Oh, that's so tough to pick one well you know i have you on the show around this time of year every year so you can change it up you don't have to commit to one for life i guess this year i'm going back to favorite love actually now that that kid is all you know up in the queen's gambit yeah when he first showed up in queen's gambit i was like who is this guy pretending to be an adult who looks like a child (laughs) for sure uh, and it was driving me crazy where I knew him from. So then I, you know, I looked it up and, and I, my reaction was uh, kind of ugly because 
I don't I don't like that kid in love actually. He's one Aww. of the parts of the movie I'd rather not, you know, watch again. And um because I'm not concerned about his his being in love with an adult woman. I know it's not going to work out. Cuz isn't You're that like... his, isn't that his storyline that he's got a crush on a a woman? Yeah. A, a woman? Uh, no, no, it's a it's a regular girl. She's it's another like... girl, but she's leaving cuz isn't there an airport scene? Yes, there's an airport scene. He chases mm -hmm. her through the airport. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, that's depressing too. Whenever I see a movie where people can still run to somebody's gate and try to catch them. <laughs> I know. I feel like it's one of the last ones. It yeah. Is. He's he, you're like, who's this kid in Queens Gambit that they took four blonde feathers and taped to the top of his lip to try to look like a man. He's got the silliest mustache. It's like the guy on uh, this, the current season of The Bachelorette. There's a guy with that, that kind of mustache where it's just like, it, you still look like a child. Noah. Yeah, Noah still looks like a kid. So he, he <laughs> The Bachelorette made him shave it off. But uh, I think he keeps his mustache through all of uh, Queen's Gambit and, uh, and his love of uh, stupid uh, hats. And he's got a he's got a nice head of hair on him, that kid. So I don't know he's, why. And he's, he's got a knife on his belt. He kind of dresses like the maintenance man from Jasper Mall. <laughs> <laughs> or he kind of reminded me of like River Phoenix when he played young Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, that oh, was yeah. kind of hot though. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> Wasn't he like right. thirteen? <laughs> That's but I was at the time too. I'm not like a pedo in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a necropedo. <laughs> it kind of sounds, uh, you know, it doesn't sound so bad when you put them together like that. Fun. Um, Sounds like a goth dance night. <laughs> going to necropedo tonight. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Chad, what do you think? Do you have a favorite holiday movie? Like, like one that you watch every year? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go to Home Alone. I mean, I, I love Christmas Vacation, of course. We watch that as well, but uh, we go with Home Alone. We see a lot of that. I have a bunch of trees that drop acorns on the sidewalk here. So my daughter and I look out the window and watch people slip and fall. And it, it's kind of throughout the year, we love those little pranks. <laughs> <laughs> you can really count on people to, to fall on, slip on those things? Absolutely, because what'll happen is someone will be running and then they'll go off the sidewalk because there will be pedestrians coming towards them. And then they'll go into the yard, which is just full of acorns and then ass over tea kettle. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm a longtime believer that Kevin McAllister is the villain of that movie. Yeah, he's evil. I mean, he really- I love it. <laughs> he, he really beats them up. Yeah, and uh, it's it, it is one of those things where if it happened in real life, they would press charges and maybe win. Oh, for sure. That's an easy win case. That's... <laughs> I think I'm going to enjoy it more this year because I feel and I, and I might be wrong when I say this, but I feel like I've been dealing with just stupid fucking adults for a while. <laughs> and watching these two get hit in the face with an iron is going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I think Daniel Stern's scream is uh, one of the most beautiful sounds. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> oh, he's so good. The outtakes are really good too. If you have the DVD, like the Home Alone, especially from the Wet Bandits outtakes, right. are really hilarious. Because I love they, a blooper. Because they, uh, <laughs> because there's like other violent things that happen to them that didn't make it into the movie. 
Um, more like just botching the, those like prank scenes and calling each other the wrong name. And I don't know, Joe Pesci is just hilarious. Oh, see, that would be fun, but I would also hate the, like the whole setup of getting disgustingly dirty and then ruining my line and having to start again. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And also Kevin's <laughs> bloopers are funny because Macaulay Culkin is like the cutest kid in that movie. So cute. Yeah. Yeah, I also recommend to people that they go back to the the, the movie that pretty much inspired Home Alone, uh, I learned recently, because uh, when they were making Uncle Buck, there's this scene where uh, Macaulay Culkin, uh, you know, is looking through the um, the mail slot in the front door and won't let somebody in. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, and so that's where John Hughes had the inspiration of, like, there should be a whole movie of this. <laughs> And uh, turns out he was right. I mean, that Home Alone was like one of the biggest movies ever at the time. Every everybody knew it. Um, what do you think, Solomon? Do you have a uh, um, Christmas actually, favorite? Yeah, because I'm a Christmas I'm a Christmas baby. Uh, so I'm like I have a very long love of the holiday. Uh, he watches and... his birth video. <laughs> favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? Your parents got it on on Easter? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Did you ever watch the bloopers of Solomon's birth? God, they're funny. Oh, they have to put me back in so many times. <laughs> they're, they're so good. No wonder you hate the idea of getting all dirty and having to redo it. <laughs> hey, but real quick, Chad, let me ask you something before we continue this discussion. Sure. Um, <laughs> Have you uh, thought of setting up a, a like a camera to capture people slipping outside your home? Yes, we have decided to put uh, the ring system at our house now. <laughs> Not for security, just for bloopers. Just for I, lots of people falling. I keep like a rusty folding chair in my front yard. So <laughs> people walk by and they're like, I'm not breaking into this piece of shit, forget <laughs> it. So I don't have to worry about that. I just, yeah, I definitely want to see. I mean, there's some really funny stuff. I saw a fist fight in the middle of my street one time. It, I mean, it's been pretty fantastic. It'd be nice to have it on video. Are they eucalyptus trees? No, they're oak trees. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, those acorns suck. It's every two years. There's just, there's so many that someone invented, you know, the old school uh, push mower with no gas, right? It's just like the three blades that keep spinning. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody invented an acorn picker upper that works like that. So basically it scoops them up and then spins them around just like a, a bingo ball, you know, carrier or whatever. And shreds them and shoots them back out. Or just it doesn't shred them. It just keeps them. And then you have to empty it out every so often. I don't use it. I'd rather watch people fall. <laughs> <laughs> I've fallen on a lot of those acorns. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but also laughing. <laughs> all right Saul um I'm gonna go with the classic which is a, a Christmas story I think I've watched I'll watch it every year nice I you know I always have like a you know a love-hate relationship with that movie because I really I do enjoy a lot of the uh you know individual mm -hmm. vignettes and things that happen a lot of classic moments but I can't get past the voice of that guy that narrates the whole thing. I I guess I, it's a creature comfort for me because I just don't think of it in any, because I, yeah. I the voice it. is, now, now you're making me think of it because I really don't pay attention to it. I do love it. It's a weird voice and it's, 
it's like he's got like chewing tobacco in his bottom mm-hmm. lip or marbles or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can power through it because I think like the masochist child in me, the, the, the first time I ever cried laughing was when that kid gets his gets spanked over the phone. And I. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, some I, really, I, really funny stuff in there. Like in and all the actors, they, they know what's what's going on. Like it's just so much funnier than a, a Christmas movie has a right to be. Oh yeah, and uh, like and Darren McGavin, he's he's a great actor. Is the the, the dad? Yeah. And, uh, I can't think of her name right now, but the mom from Close Encounters is also yes. Great. She's such a good mom actor. And also, mm-hmm. like speaking of somebody with the Macaulay Culkin uh, ability, that little kid was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, well, Ralphie. he you know he produces uh, movies with uh, Vince Vaughn, and is in like. Uh, you know, you can pick a Vince Vaughn movie and he's probably got like a small part in it somewhere. Oh, uh, his name is Peter Billingsley. And yeah. Uh, yeah, as an adult, he uh, he's a hotshot producer. Oh, God. yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> I, all these kids are cute to you, aren't they, Amy? Well, that, I, I was just... <laughs> not sexually. Good, good they're still alive. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. It's like, as a white child, you have to be like that hyper, hyper, like cherubic cute to be cute because oh. white kids are the least cute kids of all kids. But like, oh, yeah. big eyes, one... red cheeks. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. really important. Like, we have the ugliest children across the board. But if you, if you have a cute one, it's like really, really cute. <laughs> And then there's Actually, no in between. Sorry, Chad. No, no, no. I completely agree with you. And that's why I had to stop watching that movie because my sister has three children under the age of 10 and ugly, they come right? to my house ugly and they come to my house for Christmas. <laughs> and I didn't realize how much screaming is in a Christmas story until those three leave. And then I try to watch that and I can't do it because of the screaming. There's a lot of high pitched uh, screaming yeah. and it drives me nuts. It makes me want to chase my sister down on the highway, and do something <laughs> horrible. So they're ugly and loud. That's fun. Yeah. It's pretty good. Merry Christmas. So it's like a Trump rally. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are all great recommendations of movies. People already are well, well uh, familiar with and um we'll probably all check out again this year christmas story always has like uh you know those 24-hour marathons yeah um but now like there's some other weird ones of the join the fray like i know in the recent years i remember seeing that some channels showed scrooged for 24 hours Ah. and another one i saw you know like i guess it was inevitable like die hard was playing uh all day and all night on some channel um so we'll be interesting to see which uh which movies make marathon status uh, it's this weird year. what channels like spend their whole bag on getting christmas rights and you're like oh i see you free form like <laughs> you're gonna make all your money this month it's then... the same movies every year and they keep pushing <clears throat> harry potter as a christmas movie <laughs> <laughs> like like just because the whole family can watch it i guess well no there it's one of those franchises i think that always came out at christmas and so then it gets put in that canon for no reason yeah it really does not belong there but freeform is really committed to uh you know it's it's either harry potter or 
Jim Carrey's Grinch or um, Home Alone. Yeah, I think it's important to tell people like a Christmas movie is a movie that is uh, the theme is Christmas, not because Christmas <laughs> happens in it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's where, you know, Bruce Willis agrees. He doesn't think <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. He came out a few years ago strong on that. <laughs> it's important that he addresses the big issues in this country. <laughs> the, debate happens. <laughs> the debate happens every year. And uh, I, I don't know. I, for some reason, I never get tired of it because it's just funny that people have such strong opinions uh, one way or the other. Um, it's, you know, it, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies if you're allowing it to be considered a Christmas movie just because I, I, you know, it's just such a great movie. Yeah. I think people um, want it in so they can mix up the Christmas experience with some action and that's most of what it is. And well, that's, that's totally the thing fine. too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Christmas, like, you know, there's snow in every Christmas movie, but, you know, how about some cocaine? Let's go. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, Look, let it snow, let it snow. Yeah, broaden the rules. Just any movie you watch on Christmas is a Christmas movie. So I'm going to watch Halloween on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a break. And when we come back, I've prepared a game for everybody to play. Is that okay? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. We're back. And I can't think of a better game to play right now because it's the only one that I've prepared <laughs> than uh, let's play Weird Algorithm. It's the game where, Chad, are you familiar with this game? I think so. Really? I don't know. Let's try. I'm just not going to win. You know that. <laughs> I don't think we've ever, I don't think you've ever been on an episode where we've played it because it's uh, something I've been doing since we've been uh, Zooming. And okay. um, so I think Amy's played it before. But for Solomon and Chad, I'll explain. Mm -hmm. And it's called Weird Algorithm because there's an algorithm on the internet movie database site that if you pick any movie or TV show, you can take the cast list and refine it so that everybody's listed in order of who's the most popular according to IMDb at that particular day and time. Hmm. So I looked these movies up today, hit refine on the cast list based on popularity, and it's really 
it's really tricky and odd to figure out who would be the most popular from from any given motion picture. It'll be uh, the year that it came out. No, today. Oh, okay. Like okay. Their popularity today. So basically, it's like who's being searched the most on IMDb and who's also like in the news or have has a new project that people are talking about. Mm. So those are the things you have to keep in mind to try to guess the answer. So I will name a movie. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully a movie is popular enough that everybody playing will know basically who the cast is, but we discuss it. We, we talk our way through this. So I will remind you of who's in the movie if anybody's drawing a blank, but uh, I'll have uh, Chad's going to go first in the first round and we'll play three rounds. Each person gets a chance to go first, but also you can share your answer. You could say the same answer as another person. Oh, thank um, God. Uh, and then, you know, but strategically, you might want to change it up just to win. And if you name the top person, according to IMDb, in the particular film, you get three points. For second build, you get two points. And for third, you get one. And anything below that, uh, you just get a pat on the back at a future <laughs> date uh, <laughs> from me for, uh, for at least naming somebody that was in the movie. <laughs> I will collect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, patting on the back. That's I. I'd rather do that than the than the than the elbow thing that uh, yeah. that, that caught on at the beginning of this COVID thing, and and I don't think should. I don't think we should go back to it. It's yeah, it's that's a weird one. I'd rather just wave hello because I feel like once I do that, I should just keep on moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the, the only elbow bumps I've done lately are ones where we don't even stop; we just keep moving. But but there's a quick elbow bump in the process, and it's always been at comedy shows where one person's coming off the stage and the other person's going. Yeah. For uh, pat like on the only... back, when you see your friend, they just have to immediately turn around, or what? <laughs> yeah, I don't. You have to switch. Know. Yeah, you'd have to, they have to see you coming and then you reach around and pat them. Okay, and, uh, sounds uh, good. You know, it's like hugs. Like I'm not scared of hugs as long as we both have clothing on. Uh, you know. <laughs> that's, that's not how I hug, so. <laughs> it's, it's, it's handshaking and, and mushing faces together. Those are the ones that I think are dangerous. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, no more of these people that I didn't like people that kiss other people on the mouth to say hello. And now they just need to stop entirely. Who does that? <laughs> I, I know people and it's weird. Oh my God. French I, yeah. people and creepy uncles. Yes. Creepy uh, uncles. Thank you. I know a 70 year old that kisses his sisters on the lips when he sees them. It's like enough already. Uh, yeah. I never, and uh, the I guy from the, that. from the vow, Keith Ranieri, that's who kisses on the mouth. He does. Yeah, that's one of his things. He kisses everybody in the cult on the mouth every time. That's you his know, standard greeting. He thinks he's Richard Dawson. That's so terrifying. Oh, yeah, survey says your husband is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the first movie. It's going to go Chad, then Amy, then Solomon. But like I said, it's uh, open for discussion, and then we'll just lock your answers in before I tell you the results. And uh, the first movie we're going to do today is The Color Purple. Hmm. The classic Steven Spielberg movie, The Color Purple, large cast of people. You're making Saul go last on this question? <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> oh, listeners, I am black. Uh, <laughs> uh, I heard like space that we're just seen. doing voices. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, it's going to take a while for me to get composed here. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, that's a that's a really good reveal. <laughs> Salman's known for his great timing. It's just important to, uh, that they know that you yeah. can't tell by voice alone. Sometimes uh, you can't, and also, but I feel like you know it hadn't come up yet because you know what? What? Why would anybody just be throwing around? Hey, so Solomon, you're black. So yeah. What do you think? Okay, sorry. <laughs> What's well, your favorite like... black Christmas movie, Solomon? <laughs> Baby's Black kids. Christmas. <laughs> I actually bring it up every time we run into each other just before I pat him on the back. Can <laughs> you get out your, uh, your uh, <laughs> black backpack pack? Oh, geez. Um, okay. So, Chad, yes. So, so the whitest person here. That's, this is rough. Who do you think? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't that you remember the, like the, you know, obviously Whoopi Goldberg got her first big, uh, attention from that movie. She was uh, nominated for best actress. It got nominated for 11 Oscars and one zero. It is a snub. It is a super snub. I'm very annoyed. I'm trying to remember who won that year. Uh, it's something that d does not stand the test of yeah. time. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I would love to, uh, not have any morals and be on my phone looking up this movie right now mm -hmm. because it was this is a long time ago right 1984 yeah that seems yeah, like it's mid 80s yeah yeah it was... it's been a while but um, um you can listen to what the oh what the other people say and you know form an opinion based on that if you'd like well i think i'm just going to steal what you'd already said and say whoopi goldberg okay that's fair Granted, you it's not the right answer because you gave it to us, but well, I, I you know, I, I really uh like to play games with the guests, so you never know <laughs> what kind of hints I'm giving. See, that sentence I just said had a hint in it. <laughs> Is it my turn? <laughs> yes, I gotta go Oprah Winfrey. See, that's what happens, Chad. Damn it, I knew she was in it, but didn't want to say it. In case she wasn't in it. Sound like an idiot. <laughs> I should have just went with Prince for the joke. God damn it. <laughs> I want to say Oprah, but maybe Montel Williams. Which talk show host? <laughs> Jenny Jones. <laughs> um, what do you think, Solomon? Well, I'm, that's, it's tough because it's, Whoopi's also a famous talk show host. <laughs> That's true. That's true. She just did it in the other direction. Yeah. Um, but it has to be Oprah. Oh, okay. I got to remind everybody it's called weird algorithm. Oh. Because you never know what kind of weirdness is going to happen. But we've got uh, Chad and, uh, yeah, Chad says Whoopi and Amy and Solomon are sticking with Oprah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I got to go all the way back to number seven on the list, which is, in fact, Oprah Winfrey. Oh. Whoa, that's wild. <laughs> that is a shocker that six people are more popular than Oprah Winfrey right now. I thought she's the most popular in perpetuity. Wow. 
number five, uh, playing the role, I believe her name was Squeak in the movie, Ray Don Chong. What? <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Chongs. Uh, That's awesome. Number four, the mean white, I think she was mean. I assume she was mean. She always played mean people. A white lady named Dana Ivy. Hmm. And then number three is Whoopi Goldberg. Damn. Yeah, arguably, you know, obviously the star, the movie was about her yeah. character and uh, she came in at number three in this algorithm. But that means that uh, Chad is in the lead with one point. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What kind of sick game is this? And then uh, number two is Danny Glover. Sure. Mm. So the yeah. second lead is? <laughs> yeah. And then number one, <laughs> who I personally had forgotten was in this movie, Lawrence Fishburne. Wow. Oh, right. wow. Okay. Yeah, young Lawrence Fishburne. He was Larry at the time before he changed. You know, remember there was one point in his career yeah. where he said, call me Lawrence. Yeah, That's what he's, he's so popular on IMDb because everyone's going, is that Lawrence Fishburne in 200 different movies and then searching yeah. him? <laughs> yeah, and he's very, uh, he's the wacky dad in uh, Blackish. Mm-hmm. And he's got some, uh, you know, crazy opinions in his character on that show. Wasn't he Cowboy Leroy on Cowboy Curtis? There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lee's Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you gave him a black name though, because that was that was sort of the joke on the show was that everything about his character wasn't <laughs> seemed like he'd be played by a black guy. Yeah. Um, all right, so that means going into round two, Chad's the only person with points on the board, but anything can happen because now Amy gets to go first. And the second title that I chose semi-arbitrarily, but also because the answer is weird, in my opinion, uh, the film Mean Girls. Mm. Hmm. Okay. This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to go Tina Fey. Oh, the screenwriter of the motion picture Mean Girls. <laughs> She's in it, though. Yeah, she sure yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just double checking. <laughs> <laughs> She's in it. She's I like her in it. She's great. She also, uh, you know, helped with the uh, Broadway musical version, which I also enjoyed very much. Don't you miss Broadway shows, Doug, so much? I really, you know, that movies and Broadway shows are probably my two, you know, biggest things that I miss. I mean, most of my hobbies were things that they're not allowing to happen anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. Hobbies and jobs, yeah. It's yeah, terrible. yeah, my work and my fun. <laughs> <laughs> All um, you have left is just mild interests. <laughs> Just watch, you know, just watching those things on TV, you know, but that's like amusement parks are completely out of the question because, uh, you know, watching rides on TV is no fun. <laughs> I like least, tried it. At least I, if I feel like watching a Broadway show, I can watch Hamilton on, on Disney Plus and it's it's pretty satisfying. Um, what do you think, Solomon? Um, since we're going for weird, uh... Lacey Chabert. I like I like the weirdness of that answer. <laughs> yeah. Very much. I was like, all right, let's give it a go. I'm... Yeah. And now we go to Chad, who's probably a big fan of Mean Girls. 
I've seen it. I have a 16 year old daughter. We've right. watched that together. But again, I don't know ever the names of people. And I was going to say the party of five girl whose last name looks like Sherbert. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's Lacey Chabert. Right. But I also, my, my <laughs> initial answer, because of the movie that she's in uh, about Iceland uh, and she's in Wedding Crashers. What in the hell? Like, I, you know me. This is it. This is how I play the game. I boil it down and lose. I'm happy to tell you who that is. Because remembering the name isn't part of the game. It's just figuring yeah. out who's the most popular. It's You're thinking of Rachel McAdams. Thank you. She's Thank in you. Eurovision, the yes. song. Okay. Con, the, which so, I, I like that movie very much. Me too. It was I, I fun. Don't know, I don't know why Lacey Chabert would be in the news other than like some weird religious comment. <laughs> around around the holidays like we we're having extra people at thanksgiving forget masks. that seems like something she would say but i'm gonna go with rachel mcadams because that was my first thought she's like merry christmas no abortions thanks everybody <laughs> even babies without dads get born it's Jesus. <laughs> So we have uh, Rachel McAdams is Chad's pick, Lacey Chabert is Solomon's pick, and Tina Fey is Amy's. Mm-hmm. Is everybody locked in? Locked. Okay. Locked. Okay. Uh, just because it's interesting to me, coming in at number eight is Amy Poehler, oh. who uh, plays the cool mom. Mm-hmm. All right. Very funny in her. Very funny. Her, her scenes. Uh, and then number seven, shockingly enough, Tina Fey. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just hasn't, I guess she's not doing anything recently to get uh, attention. Although, speaking of Broadway, she's hosting a special on NBC on December 10th, I believe. It's a two hour special where uh, the cast of different Broadway musicals are going to perform numbers from their shows uh, on the streets of New York. And, oh, that's wow. cute. And <laughs> Tina Fey is the host. That's fun. Um, yeah. Uh, number six is Lindsay Lohan. Poor Lindsay uh, is the star of the movie, and she's number six. Uh, five is Lizzie Kaplan. Four is Amanda Seyfried. Three is a shocker. Uh, the guy who plays Aaron, the guy that uh, Lindsay Lohan is interested in, his name oh, is yeah. John- Jonathan Bennett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he came in at number three. Oh, wait. Jonathan Bennett is like he's a TV personality right now. Yeah, he hosts like Cupcake Wars or something. Oh, okay. And then number two, Lacey Chabert. Hey! (laughs) Solomon, what if number one is Daniel Francesi? (laughs) Could be. It could be. I'd be so happy for him. That'd be great. But unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the actual number one, and this is this is shocking to me that Chad's running away with this thing. It it is Rachel McAdams. Oh my god! It's also shocking to me, just so you guys know that. <laughs> it's exciting, Chad. Um, well, looks like I have a new what I'm thankful for this year around the table. Dude, if a couple people <laughs> fall on some acorns, this will be your best day of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all right. Well, this this next round is just going to be for fun because it's. Uh, oh wait, actually, Solomon still has a chance to win this thing. So uh, I take it back. This isn't is it for fun? This is for real. Oh wow! Yeah, I have two points, or right? Yeah, you have two. Right. Chad has four. So if you can name the number one person according to IMDb in the cast of Brokeback Mountain, hmm, Solomon gets to go first. You can give it as much thought as you want, because all I'm going to do is copy your answer to secure my <laughs> Oh, that's smart. It is. Um... <laughs> wow. That I, I didn't realize you could just do that. And you could have just waited until after I was done. <laughs> Before you threw acorns at me. <laughs> yeah, I wish there was some way you could sabotage Chad with your answer, but he's right. Like about if he just yeah. copies you. <laughs> uh yeah, this is this is a this is a fun trap to be in. Um Oh, because even if I get number one, I'll only get three points and I'll still be I'll be second place. Yeah, this yeah. whole game was devised not realizing that uh, Chad Daniels could really. Uh, yeah, this reminds me of my dad. Benefit. Yeah, my dad would teach us how to play checkers, but he knew a way to win every time. But he had to go first, and he would never let us go first. So <laughs> it was really. <laughs> so this is this feeling. I'm familiar with it, and I hate it with my whole heart. <laughs> I think well, that. I think that that maneuver of uh, making someone else go first in checkers is called the dad's gambit. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon, I, I will tell you this. I have my answer. And since mm -hmm. I don't know the name, I don't have to know the name of the person. That's not what this game is about. I can just describe them. So I have my answer and, I, <laughs> and that's, and that's what I'm going to do. I, I already have it. So okay. I, won't well, no, I like that. Fair play. And, that's unless good. it's the same one. Okay. I was, at this point in time, would think Anne Hathaway. Okay. What's your locked in already? All right. This is going to be, this could be now that you did that, but I was going to say Jake Gyllenhaal's wife. <laughs> is that Anne Hathaway? <laughs> yes. Well, listen, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. So. <laughs> This is the most charming way anyone's ever cheated. Hey, I had a cheat. He knew what he wanted. It was just the same answer as me. I, I, it's, it was locked and loaded. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal's wife. I, wow. Uh, My turn. Yeah. What do you think, Amy? Uh, I'm going to say Heath Ledger. I should like do like the points are doubled on the third round or something like that. But we yeah, never, you should have. We've never had uh, the scores this uh, close. I don't think. <laughs> or I have to. I, sometimes I think I've prepared a tiebreaker just in case, but I I didn't today because you know I get lazy when I'm you know I'm too busy cooking a turkey right now. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go pick up some turkey. Sliced. I'm gonna get some to go because uh, you know restaurants in uh la are really really suffering like because now as of tonight they can't even do outdoor dining uh, oh yeah but a lot more people are doing the thanksgiving meal which is nice yeah so i'm gonna uh get, get a whole meal from a restaurant bring it home and in fact eat it tonight and then just have thanksgiving leftovers tomorrow nice Ooh. yeah that yeah. sounds great i think that's a good plan 
Um, what do you think, Amy? Did you say somebody? Yeah, I said Heath Ledger. It's a really bad answer, but I can't remember anyone else that's in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to take a oh, guess? <laughs> it's, a, it's an impressive and interesting cast, and I will uh, go through and remind you of uh, who they are right now. So uh, Solomon and Chad both went Anne Hathaway, and, uh, and uh, Amy went with Heath Ledger. Number nine in the cast of this movie I totally forgotten he's in it. Randy Quaid. Oh, <laughs> big week for him. Yeah. Well, I feel like he plays a bad person in it. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I try to remember. Was he like the owner of the farm? Or I something? think so. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel so. like no matter what, he was definitely someone homophobic. Yes. I feel like exactly. you only see him from a distance the whole movie. I feel like his reason is the character, the central relationship is a secret. <laughs> well, that and their wives. All right. Um, I think there's some clips of him from that movie. If you go on Pornhub.com and search Randy Quaid, um, you can see. <laughs> but I mean, his... he's number nine on the list. Yeah, he's number nine. Like, he was on the news and people were still like, not going to look that up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> people were just so like, that <laughs> Yeah, he'd be very sad to find out that he's, he's not getting a spike on IMDb from <laughs> recent antics. Um, number eight, I can't even picture this guy in the movie, but he was an actor that was in a ton of things before we came to know him for his work on Stranger Things, David Harbour. Oh. Yeah, and then number seven. I'm sorry, Amy, but number seven's Heath Ledger. That's okay. He's, well, just, he... not, he's just not doing enough these days. To stay <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, number six is uh, the great Anna Faris. Oh, I forgot that she was even in it, damn. Yep. And then five is Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm -hmm. Damn. And number four, this is one you might have forgotten, but it makes sense that she'd be so high up on the list now because of that show, Dead to Me, Linda Cardellini. Oh. I love her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's great. And then number three is Michelle Williams. Of course. She's a big deal. And Coming in at number two, probably because of the witches, it's Anne Hathaway. You guys were right. <laughs> oh my God. Anne Hathaway was huge on this one. So. Oh, Chad I meant to. I actually said. I said <laughs> Heath Ledger's wife is what I said. <laughs> you still would have lost. Uh, <laughs> 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 Wrong wife. Uh, but then here's where this one gets weird is that uh, there's another person that I do not recall being in the movie who played, I guess, Michelle Williams character as a younger woman, uh, a teenager, and that's Kate Mara. What? She's oh. number one because she's on that show, uh, A Teacher. A teacher? Yeah. yeah. Where I, has anybody seen any of that show? I've been meaning to watch it, but haven't yet. That's I where I'm at with it. Cause it's it has like, to be done. The season has to be done for me to watch. Oh, is that how you do it? I can't, I can't do this. I watched, you know, whatever it was studio on the sunset strip and they canceled it mid season. I got no time for that shit anymore. I can't handle it. I'm just, That's I'm an interesting approach because 
you know, cause then at least, you know, what you're, you know, you, if you, if you're liking it, you can just keep watching episodes, but yeah. if it's, you know, if it's a show that might go away, uh, you could get screwed, but uh, I don't know how many seasons could they do of a sh- like? Would it be a different teacher each season or something? <laughs> oh God, that's that's a terrible theme for a show. A teacher each season that fucks a student. Yeah, every, every <laughs> they do a, a male teacher next year. Yeah, then that's when it gets canceled. They're like, oh, that's the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah, that's the other thing. It's so funny how society is just like, no matter how horrible her character is, she's, you know, she's the lead character in a show having sex with her, you know, male student. And the other way around is just not going to happen. After this episode airs, Amy could get a call from casting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Culturally, we love a white lady that fucks a kid. (laughs) We love it. Oh, it is... uh... I just very don't know. Weird. I don't know if the show's any good or not, you know, because it just seems like, well, if it's just about that, I don't, I don't know if I, I could remain uh, uh, interested. But it's the, isn't it the, isn't the boy in it, uh, Nick Robinson from Love Simon? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good actor. So maybe they're, maybe they're acting and their love for each other will, will keep me interested. <laughs> I think they think if they get an actor that's over 18 then we can all just suspend our disbelief for a minute and go like well it's two adults but he's playing 16 or whatever but yeah it's still so creepy (laughs) well it's like i wasn't that worried about um stalker channing's pregnancy scare in greece because she was 40 at the time (laughs) (laughs) she was just really (laughs) she was just really bloated Well, I hate having to say this, but Chad is our winner today. Uh, uh, there's no prize other than uh, when I see you again, I'll give you two pats on your back. Thank you. I'll give you a double tap. And um, and I also let you do your plugs first. Do you have anything you'd like to plug that's people uh, can uh, watch sure. you? I, I have a podcast called The Middle of Somewhere with my friend Cy Amundsen, and that comes up every Monday. There's maybe 60, 70-ish episodes, so you can start from the beginning. It's it's a fun one. Well, I can't watch it until it's done because, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I get it. I totally get that. <laughs> and uh, that Chad Daniels on Twitter. Yep. All right. Thanks for being here, dude. Thanks for having Amy, me. Amy Miller, what do you got to promote? Well, uh, an episode of my podcast, Who's Your God, comes out with Doug Benson next week, if you want to hear that. or When does that come out? Next Thursday. Oh, okay. Week from today. Week from tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, but no one's going to hear this until tomorrow. Oh, yes. A week week from today. And then just follow me on Instagram at Amy Miller Comedy. Nice. And Solomon Giorgio. Um, I'm Salman Giorgio all across the board. Uh, there's no others. If you do find one, take them out for me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I've haven't done anything this year, but I've done a lot in the past. So just Google my name. <laughs> I feel so like much. it's not even true. And you have done stuff this year. Well, I've written for television, but no one can see that. Well, they can, but I'm not in it. <laughs> a, co- a thing with Conan. Um, no, I, can I be seen. Oh, okay. Currently, no. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Amy.
<laughs> well, I saw an announcement and I made a note <laughs> to watch it. And okay. It was, Sorry. that was just a live stream thing. Uh, so you can go, if you can go back in time. Uh, <laughs> well, I've got my uh, Rush Ticks show coming up, uh, rushticks.com to uh, uh, get a ticket to it. It's on December 26th, also now known as Hot Boxing Day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Amy. And thanks once again to Chad Daniels, Amy Miller, and Solomon Giorgio. We'll see you again soon. And as always, hello, Mrs. Page. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug.